Welcome to Group Talk, a podcast conversation from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small groups ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you are a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax and listen to today's program. Welcome to Group Talk, one podcast featuring two unique shows. My name is Derek Olson, and I serve as pastor of Small Group Network Development here at Salabac Church, and I am joined by our other host, Steve Gledan. Hey, everybody. Who serves as pastor of Connections here at Salabac Church, overseeing 9,000 small groups. Steve, how do you sleep at night? Safe distance connections, pastor. You know, hey, man, I'm just trying. I'm not going to be connecting and like, you know, touching to each other, but I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping good. I mean, I'm I'm trusting God in the midst of this craziness that we got rolling here. So it's, uh, you know, you got, got to look on the light side. You, you either got to laugh or cry. You are at least six feet away from me right now, correct? Yeah, correct, man. I'm always, I'm always six feet from you. Because you know, at your age, you are considered extremely high risk. I, I think you're right now in a high risk zone. <laughs> you know, you could be a Corona carrier. <laughs> I could be a Corona drinker too. So, are you? How's your stockpile doing of the valuable TP these days? Because rumor has it you were seen at Walmart stockpiling this highly valued substance. Don't be haters. Just don't be a hater, man. You know, when, when you're when you're needing some, you're going to be thankful. We'll be trading it for water with you. Will you give me the friends discount on a few rolls? Of course, man. And we'll also be a small group network. You know, we'll be selling that stuff. Are you dying seeing some of these memes come out right now? Love the memes. I tell you, I, I'm just cracking up. So, you know, first off, what, what, what's your what's your highlight? Give me give me one really quick. I guess, I guess share mine, of course. I mean, there's so many. I just love that people still have humor despite all this. Some of it, I must, is a little rude, a little crude and stuff like that. So we got to, you know, got to bounce off that one. But give me a clean one. I saw one the other day. It was a picture of Forrest Gump kind of staring off into the sky, mm-hmm. right? And then the caption read, and just like that, we are all tele-evangelists. Oh, oh slamming the tele. <laughs> I mean, the one I'm thinking of, uh, I saw one with the Olympic circ- the rings, and they were not all connected. They were all safe distance apart. So, you know what? I, you know, we, what we'd love to do is send us your memes. Uh, try to try to think, you know, before you send them to us, you know, uh, would this be, you know, Jeez, what would Jesus do? That's what I want you to think through when you send them me. No political memes, but uh, some fun memes are out there. In the show notes, you're going to see some of the memes that uh, that Derek and I have been getting and seeing and receiving and having a good giggle on. Uh, but if you uh, want to send us your meme, we'd love to highlight it uh, up on the show notes too. But uh, go ahead and send us your meme. But we got to get in a uh, couple highlights. What are some highlights, Derek? You're, you're thinking through. We're right in the middle of uh, the coronavirus you know, what the enemy wants to do to scare people, we, we've seen some good things. So shoot one and I'll shoot one. And then we're going to get into five C's that you've got to give each one of your group leaders. Man, one highlight just in the network is we released a YouTube video um, called How to Learn How to Use Zoom in Five Minutes for Online Small Groups. Yeah, Zoom in Five. Learn how to use Zoom in five minutes. And we just posted it out there thinking this might be something that small group point people could use. And it has gone wacky. I mean, there's over a thousand Facebook shares in like three days and over 30,000 views. Yeah, I think I was looking at the stats, is like 32,000 at the time of this recording. I know on my Facebook page, I had 1.2 shares. 
This is like crazy. I mean, for Saddleback Church, um, we just hit a milestone. Derek alluded to it at the top of the show. We just went over 9,000 groups. Now, we're right in the middle of the campaign, uh, so we always have a spike, but we'll settle down into that uh, 8,000, 8, uh, you know, high 79 zone. But it's a, it's one of those where you, in the midst of a lot of tough things, you were, we're seeing God do some good stuff. And we've talked a lot about, you know, uh, everyone's gone online, whether you like it or not, everyone's in a new frontier. Uh, we'll talk on another show just about, you know, how that new frontier can have some great, uh, draw, I mean, uh, kickbacks to it. You know, you think of the church in Antioch, um, the, when they were scattered, it was a crisis. It was it was it was more more than a pandemic. It was a killdemic, and uh, they were getting killed. But uh, that uh, that killdemic, uh, you know, scattered everyone out there. But it spread the gospel to new areas. And in the same way, we see it happening right now before our eyes. Uh, everyone's scattered to the digital world. And so uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, you know, in a future show. But one of the things that we want to do is, you know, everyone has spent the last, you know, seven, 10 days focusing on getting into the online environment, online small groups. If Jake Cranda hasn't been your new best friend, you know, you're, you've missed out on all that. But uh, what we want to do is we want to give you five C's that you're going to be able to give your small group leaders because, Online groups, big thing, big thing. Now what? Now now that you've got these things, what are you going to do with them? Right. What are you going to do with them? Five C's right out the top of the gate. So, Derek, give us, uh, take us to number one. Number one, uno. The first C is conversations. Hey, talk to us about that. What, what, do you, what do you mean by conversation? So we're all on we're all on online groups now. We're on Zoom or whatever platform that you are choosing. And so, how do we engage our our small group members in conversations? Uh, I had my first uh, small group online gathering a couple nights ago, and I noticed it was easy for some in that group to just kind of watch everybody else. And so I just noticed how different the dynamic was in that live group setting. And so I was immediately thinking through, okay, for the next time we meet, how can I better engage these small group members um, in conversations? Yeah, and, and part of what we're meaning by that, too, is you've got to ask the question. You've got to put it out there. So if you're at the top of the hour on your small group and uh, you've already watched the, the, the video session or you've already watched the teaching, however you're playing that out, uh, you, you've got to get the ball rolling and just, you know, ask them, you know, one of those icebreaker questions. You got to put it out there and, and ask the question. You got to get the conversation started. But also, you're going to have to take the conversation a little bit deeper. You know, as you're going a little bit deeper into the small group zone, then what you want to be able to do is think through okay, how, how can I take this a little bit to a deeper level? Moving beyond just the the, the fun uh, little boxes that you're seeing on the screen or however you're, you're doing it, you got to be thinking through that conversation. So make sure you take them into that conversation. And one thing I noticed, because as we all know, there's a usually a slight delay, right, when you're uh, online talking. And so I found... Are you still using dial-up? Is, <laughs> is that why you got that problem, brother? No. So I think it's key to really let everybody know, like if you're asking an icebreaker question, like what's your favorite movie, for example, you might set it up with, hey guys, just so that we're making the conversation smooth, I'm going to ask a question. And then Steve, I want you to start us off. And then everybody just jump in after that. So you're just kind of setting it up 
so that everybody's engaging instead of just waiting for that one person to finally speak up and then you're talking over each other. Now, remember, we talked on one of the other shows about mute and unmuting. And so, you know, that, that helps you, you know, work with that crosstalk and all that because you'll be able to see, you know, when people are muted and when they're unmuted. So we can move right there. Hey, but another one I'll throw it out there is uh, a care. And part of during this time, uh, everybody is facing this disaster on a wide spectrum of uh, where they may need care. Uh, there are people that think this was a conspiracy theory uh, by Zoom to, uh, you know, drive their stock up 60 points, which it's already done. Uh, but, you know, when people are sitting in your group, you, you may know their uh you know, there are different views on different subjects. You may know how they believe theologically. You may know how they believe politically. Uh, but this has caught us all off guard, and everyone's needing care in a different zone. Uh, try to be sensitive. For those that, uh, you know, are just thinking, you know, there's people that are space violators, and no matter what it is, and they just, they'll come in, they'll give you a hug, they'll give you a big wet kiss, and all those types of things, a little bit hard to do on the screen, but, you know, there's people that, you know, have that mentality. There's also people that it's a serious deal. Uh, they, they are losing sleep. They are going through anxiety. They're going through stress. So, so make sure, uh, you not only have the conversations, but just don't have conversations and, and pass over the care that is needed. Uh, the beautiful thing about, uh, video, uh, conferencing is that you can see people's faces. Um, you can see where they're at in their house. You can see, you know, how life is going in the background. If you, you see kids, you know, running in the background, you know, with their hair caught on fire, you, you know, they're going through a different stress level than if they're sitting in their library and they're, you know, a little glass of wine right there on the table and they're just, you know, kicked back in their easy chair. So, uh, but you can see them and you can get a lot from body language and where things are happening. So uh, keep, keep care in mind. Really good. I like how on our, a team Zoom call yesterday, Steve, a certain uh, team member's spouse was walking in the background uh, making animal movements and noises, and uh, we knew he wasn't taking things too serious. Well, he was just off his medication, so you know, it, was, it was no <laughs> surprise with that. So, all right, we got conversations, we got care, let's move it on. Uh, bring us into curriculum, Derek, and talk to us about that piece. Yeah. So in this time, we're all on Zoom or we're all on online groups, I should say. What What's the content after we get through the icebreaker, after you're checking in, like Steve said, and caring for people, what is the content that you're delivering? What is the curriculum? Is it uh, talking through your pastor's uh, sermon and a key point? Um, is it some kind of online curriculum that you're sharing on your screen and walking through? So we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about that. And Steve... Take us deeper. Well, you know, it, it, when you're talking curriculum, there's uh, the tendency, and rightfully so, as your online groups are starting, is that you're going to stay on that care level. And that's a check-in you got to do. Our small group has done it. Uh, everyone is not in the mood for curriculum. They're, they're a little bit uh, shell-shocked from everything that's going on. But what Derek is uh, bringing out is is important. Uh, use the group leader, and, and this is you know this is when we always say ministry is both uh, art and science. And the science is obviously we're talking about curriculum. The art is when do you when do you get that going in there? And what I've noticed is that you know, and I'm old enough as Derek was cruelly alluding to, uh, have lived through a couple, high risk, uh, walked through a couple of troublesome times. 
in in our uh, economic times and in different things in our country is that you know people uh, react differently and, and will be in a, at it in a different way. And so when you're when you're talking about curriculum, you got to know when to push it. But what what we know is through these tough times that people people need structure. So obviously, spend some time. We've talked about care and conversation for a reason as the first couple things out the gate. But the reason why curriculum is so pivotal is that it brings the structure back to the group. If you don't have that curriculum, it's like the glue that will hold you. So just don't shy away from that too long. And you know where your group's at. You may need a couple sessions where you're just checking in and praying and and seeing how each other are doing. But then you got to take it to that next level and you got to move it into the into the curriculum and helping out with that. So one nugget to throw out there about curriculum, Steve, is I saw that Chris Surratt and Lifeway at smallgroup.com is offering free 12, I believe, uh, small group curriculums that you can purchase or not purchase, but you can have to use, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to lose his job because he posted them or not, but I mean, <laughs> they're out there. But uh, Lifeway has a number of free resources uh, at lifeway.com forward slash coronavirus. Uh, but also, it's not where you get the coronavirus, but you know... They just called it that. But uh, yeah, they've they've posted 12 video curriculums that you can use. And so great resource. And lots of people are giving all kinds of free stuff out knowing this is a tough time. So love that. Let me move to number four as we're, we just got to move through. And that is critical, critical needs. Uh, one of the things that as, you know, we're, we're thinking through this, what your group leaders are going to need is understanding what critical needs are out there. Uh, one of them are internal uh, those are in your small group. Uh, they may have critical needs. We, we joke about supplies. Some people just missed the boat and they didn't get them or they need something. They need some protein. Uh, they may need some toilet paper. I don't know. In our small group, uh, uh, our first, uh, we, we violated the uh, the state law. We, we gathered with our small group. We're a little bit more rebellious. We kind of stayed six feet apart from each other. Uh, oh but one of, our, one of our members brought... Uh, uh, cellophane wrapped toilet paper as little uh, party <laughs> favors to, to give out to, to everybody. Uh, but there are critical needs both in the group and then outside the group. Uh, so first off, you, you got to you gotta look inside your group. What are some critical needs right there? Uh, I was noticing in one of our small groups, uh, one of the, the ladies was is an older group and she was just missing some eggs and just put out there that, you know, she needed eggs and a couple other things from the store. And good Lord, she got showered with a hen house. You know, she, I hope she's, I hope she's digging omelets for about the next month and a half. But uh, so there's in, needs inside the group. And then there's needs in the church. You know, at Saddleback, we're mobilizing everybody into two, two camps. You're either doing care calls or you're doing care kits. And uh, the care calls are, you know, encouragement that we give out there. Matter of fact, in the show notes, uh, just thinking of this, I want I want to post the um, this is my cue for telling Derek what we're doing in the show notes. Rats. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm going to post to you uh, our script for the care callers. Uh, Rick, uh, you know, worked on that. And so it's very group friendly. We'll put that in the show notes for you. Uh, but also one of the things uh, that you, we do is the care kits. And a lot of this comes through our food pantry. It's, it's the errand side. So you have encouragement, you have errands and just helping people out. But one of the things, just notify your group leaders. One of the things about what makes a group a group is, is ministry, is serving the body, serving one another. And so just make sure you, you uh, get to know what are those critical needs and find out, are there any, uh, you know, they, with, if, you have, if they're young families out there, they need respite. You need to jump in there and watch their kids. 
Uh, and so you just want to, you know, take that and just figure out what are the critical needs inside, what are the critical needs outside. Regarding the critical needs inside the group, Steve, did anybody get you the ventilator that you requested? I, I, they did, you know, <laughs> I, you know, and thank you, but your bong that you got saved from doesn't count as a ventilator. So <laughs> you just keep, keep that right there. Okay. The, the, the fifth C, Derek, what is it? It is kids spilled with a C. Oh, awesome. Way to, way to get the kid question. Trying to fit it all in. In, in one thing. So, uh, although, you know, you know, I don't know what, that's uh, going to make a slam on what part of the country people are from, but you know, he may spell kids with a, with a C. So we'll, we'll just play that and leave it right there. But okay. Talk to us about kids. Well, we'll let you, I'll give you a, a real C after this one. Yeah. Uh, just to keep our listeners from, you know, giving us nasty emails and <laughs> nasty grams, but okay. Talk to us about kids. Yeah. So kids. So we're, most of us are doing online groups now, especially if you're in an area like we are in, in, Orange County, where literally all group gatherings have been shut down. So that means all small groups are online if you're in one. Yeah, except ours, but we keep going. No, <laughs> except no, except no, the no. founder of the small group network, Steve Clayton. <laughs> no, we're doing virtual now. So the big question, I think one of the biggest questions in the small group ministry world, if I'm uh, getting the pulse right, is what do we do with kids, right? Because usually if you're meeting in, in a live setting, You've got a plan for the kids. They might be in another room with somebody watching them, or you might be tag-teaming the kids with the women and the men. But what do you do now? So um, how do you engage them? How do you bring them into this virtual world? Well, you know, when you're talking about kids, obviously some of the things you can do is the beautifully about being online is you can move that time anywhere you want in the day or the evening. So obviously the younger your kids, if there's nap times, that might be a great time because generally everyone's working from home or there might be that aspect. But uh, some of the groups are, you know, waiting till the kids are down and then you can, uh, you know, put your group a little bit later in the evening. You, you know, obviously the weekends are in place. So there's, there's a number of options in that particular aspect. Another side you can do is, you know, when you're talking uh, and also in the show notes that you're going to see there is Derek actually wrote uh, an article that talks about what to do with kids. Take those same concepts and start to think through, how does this play in the virtual world? And uh, part of it I know is, you know, obviously gatherings, at least in California, are limited to family. Uh, no, no more than 10, uh, but they've all got, they've got to be family. Of course, you know, I'm always going, well, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, so I can work around that law, I can drive a truck through it. Um, but what you want to be able to think through is, okay, how are some things you, you can, you know, help take care of kids, figure out the best time, uh, take the article that's in the show notes and figure out, okay, how do I make this applicable in, in our, in our virtual world? And one idea that we're trying to experiment with my small group is obviously we have, uh, okay. So in our group, we've got four families, and we have like 16 kids total, all under the age of like seven. So it's insane. They're all breeders. So pretty. Hey, my family just has one kid. <laughs> it's the other three families. I know. And I'm scared what's going to happen now that they're all at home together for yeah. this. And I'm kidding. So um, to move on, what we've done is we have taken our group and we have said, hey, the guys are going to meet on Sunday at this time on a Zoom call, and the gals are going to meet. Um, at this time, whatever works for them. So we're, we're breaking it up, guys, gals, and then we're bringing um, 
One idea I have is to bring in all the kids, at least for the first five, 10 minutes where we're doing an icebreaker, mm -hmm. and let them just jump on the screen and have fun answering that question and talking to each other. Um, it's something. It's one way to engage them. Yeah. And if you want to get on our Facebook group and you want to uh, share some ideas of what you're doing, feel free to do that. Or, you know, you can uh, send it to us and we'll put it in the show notes. Let's bring it on home uh, with a real C word, a uh, criteria. Tell you what, we had to go to the dictionary for this one. But the thing I love about uh, the word criteria, it's something by which it's something uh, by which we are judged. And part of what you're going to have to think through as we're moving into uh, you know, and there's different reports from the government in different countries of, you know, when we're pulling out of this, but it's probably going to be a little bit of a long haul. And as your groups are going a, a little bit longer than a few weeks, you're going to have to start thinking through what criteria or what we would say is, you know, what's your end in mind that you want to see from your groups. Now, hopefully you've already wrestled this down to the ground, uh, uh, and what we've done is we, you know, ours is the five verbs in the great commission, great commandment, um, and what we're working on right now is saying, okay, if that's what we wanted in a physical environment, how does that, we want to keep the same principles, but how does that look in the virtual world? I love what one of our uh, small group pastors wrote. Uh, he says, you know, we don't have the, uh, the vaccine for uh, COVID-19, but for the epidemic of loneliness, we have the vaccine of fellowship. And so you got to figure out how how is that work, working out in the virtual world through Zoom, through calls, through texting, through checking in through the week. For the epidemic of spiritual emptiness, we have the vaccine of spiritual growth. And we've all got to be working on our spiritual growth. One of the things we're going to do on one of the shows coming up that we have lined up is talking about spiritual spiritual formation, spiritual growth. I just, I don't like the word growth. You know, I feel, I feel like, you know, at my age, you know, you go to the doctor and he says, Hey, you got to growth. And I don't like that. Um, but you gotta, you gotta be thinking through how's that look in that virtual world curriculums, one tool, how are you helping getting the other tools that you have in there? Uh, for the epidemic of selfishness, we have the vaccine of serving. And that's where you got to be talking about, that's the, the needs that you have, serving each other, serving the church. For the epidemic of the lack of purpose, we have the vaccine of uh, life mission uh, for people. And people are looking for purpose. People, and I don't know how this plays out in your neighborhood, Derek, but in mine, they are more open to spiritual conversations. And I think all over, I'm running into more nice people all of a sudden. I don't know if the coronavirus killed all the bad people, but uh, people are so much nicer and they're open to spiritual conversations. So we have that. And for the uh, epidemic of stress, we have the vaccine of worship and making sure these five things for us, fellowship, discipleship, ministry or serving evangelism or mission or worship all play into our small group in a virtual sense. That's our job, but we got to give those tools to our group leaders. So as we look at these six C's, one is a iffy, but as we look at these six C's that we've, we've spelled out to you, how are you making sure you're pushing this? As the small group point person, you've got to think through, how am I pushing this into my small groups? How are we uh, wrestling through conversations? How are we wrestling through care? How are we wrestling through curriculum? How are we wrestling through the critical needs that people have? How are we wrestling through kids, spelled with a C? How are we wrestling uh, through the criteria that we want our groups to do? Because we're going to be in this for a little bit of a longer stance. And what I would just say to you is I, I saw this meme 
that, you know, it had uh, uh, COVA and what does it mean? And it said, uh, you know, Christ over viruses and infectious diseases. And it quoted Joshua 1, 9, which I, I think is cute and, and fun. And and we want to be strong and courageous. And Christ is definitely going to see us through that. But I, I would take it a different way for you because you're the small group point person and you are the leader. You are the one that is bringing uh, the sanity and helping people out. And think it through, instead of, you know, in COVID, just going through Christians obediently vigilant in diseases. And part of what I I love is obediently, you know, you are compliant with what needs to be done, and and that is from your senior pastor, from your church, and what you want to do. But I love the word vigilant, because vigilant is keeping careful watch for dangers or difficulties and we're right now, they they don't have time or space to think about these dangers or difficulties. And so I just want to encourage you to do that because when you're when you are obedient, when you're vigilant, you know, th- it can be a disease, it can be a, a financial meltdown, it could be a number of different things. But the thing is, is that we are going to be victorious through this. So take these five C's and the, the little special one we gave you and infuse them into your group and lead your groups well and lead your groups strong because they're online. Now, what in the world are you going to do? The ball is in your court, small group point leaders. Well said, Steve. And a quick reminder to everybody listening to go back to our special three-part series we recorded last week on COVID-19 in your small group ministry, where we recorded like three emergency episodes. One was five ways to keep community vibrant through this time. One was five ways to launch online groups now. And then one was 10 checkpoints to know if your group is healthy. So with that, thanks everybody for tuning into this episode. And make sure, like Steve said, check the show notes uh, for all the resources that we might have mentioned and links that we've referenced. And uh, remember, God is in control and he's working all things together for your good. See you, everyone. Bye. Hey, Small Group Network family. Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Group Talk, and thank you to Steve and Derek. It's great getting knowledge from these guys in such turbulent times. I'm praying that you and your small group ministry see God move in such a powerful way. Before we go, let's talk about huddles. Have you joined or started a huddle yet? Huddles are like small groups for small group point people and are a great way to find support and share ideas. When I first started in small groups, I got connected to a huddle with the wonderful Cynthia Considine. They helped me get the ball rolling, and I eventually started a huddle of my own. Huddles were crucial in my growth to small group ministry, and I know they'll do the same for you. I now lead the North Palm Beach and Martin County Huddle in South Florida. Just invite two or more friends to start a huddle online or over coffee today. Just stay six feet away, right? Go to smallgroupnetwork.com slash huddles to find one near you today. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Group Talk, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.